This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. The new year feels like a fresh start, but you've probably learned by now that New Year's resolutions are rarely life-changing. But here's a life-changing resolution you can make today and keep. Prioritizing your mental health with Talkspace. By putting your mental well-being first, good things follow. Less stress, better relationships, maybe even better health and career success. Talking to a therapist at Talkspace can give you the support you need to make the changes you want. Just go to Talkspace.com to be matched with a therapist. And since you meet your therapist online, you won't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet whenever and wherever you feel most at ease. So go headfirst into 2024 by committing to therapy. Talkspace is here for you. And Talkspace works with most insurers, so most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. Now get $80 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Talkspace.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. It's stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. This is our single storm podcast. Happy New Year, my friends. Happy 2024. Glad you have uh, made the Salcedo Storm podcast part of your regimen. Hopefully it is your your New Year's resolution to list, listen to more of the Salcedo Storm podcast on demand uh, content from your liberty-loving Latino here. Uh, we are going to undertake, and there's, there's a real practical reason for this, but there's also uh, a logistical reason for this. And uh, let me get to the practical reason for this. We're going to be doing an entire series this week of lawmakers on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And there is a practical reason for this is because we're going to be saying goodbye to 2023, the dumpster fire that is 2023, and hello to 2024 and setting the table for the battles that are ahead. The battles I fear that we are alone in fighting. What I mean by we is we the people, those of the devotion and love of the United States of America and the United States Constitution. Now, I think the the political cartoon that exemplifies what what is happening here and what's setting up to be a a 2024 folks that I'm sorry we have never seen the like. We I'm already forecasting, and I'm not the only one. We are going to see more shady garbage, more Republican retreat, more left-wing extremism than we have seen ever in this country's history. As, as the other side plays for keeps to finally destroy this last best hope of mankind on the planet, and as the Republicans pretend it's still 1980 and that it's still the party of, of Kennedy or Clinton. 
and it's not the party that they're up against. And it seems the Republican Party has taken a powder. Uh, they, they have basically said, yep, it's over. You know what? Uh, we, we don't want to fight these people anymore, so might as well get what we can get. That seems to be the M.O., the modus operandi of, of the Republican Party, at least their leadership anyway. And I think there are some inside the Republican Party who are like, to hell with that. I mean, President Trump, some other select members of, of the House or the Senate say, no, I, I, we don't believe we ought to be accommodating socialism. We ought to be opposing it. But let me let me get to that that what I believe is emblematic, a picture, a political cartoon that is emblematic of what was 2023 and what is going to be 2024. This is by our friend A.F. Branco, and he is a, uh, a fantastic political cartoonist. He and Michael Ramirez are some of the best in the business. And as 2023 came to an end, he came out with a political cartoon that showed old man time wearing the 2023 sash, and he is on fire. The old man time is on fire. He's got bandages around his head. He's got uh, bandages around his elbows. Uh, He's just completely been through the ringer. Uh, His arm is in a sling, and he's passing off the baton to, to New Year, to New Year 2024, and he's exclaiming something. Don't vote for Democrats or rhinos. Now, that, folks, that, that seems to me to set up the table perfectly as to what you and I are up against in 2024. We not only have the socialist Democrats, the communist Democrats, the Marxist Democrats to deal with. We have an uncomfortable number of Republicans who are what you would call Republican in name only. That, that, that presupposes the, the term Republican means anything anymore. These individuals who don't get up every day figuring out how to serve and protect you, but get up every day trying to figure out how to serve and protect Democrats. And that's the problem I believe we face. So the first new Salcedo Storm podcast of 2024 comes your way next, featuring an interview that we did at the end of last year. As a matter of fact, all of these interviews We're at the end of last year, coming into the new year, and I think set the table perfectly. And it will give a perfect window to you as to how various Republicans are looking at the most extreme, anti-American, anti-constitutional version of the Democrat Socialist Party this nation has ever been burdened with. This is the fight that is ahead of us, and I think we better be ready because 2024, as I stated, folks, is going to show us things we have never ever seen before in this country and i think the other side has come to the determination it's it's for all the marbles so if they are believing that if they know that shouldn't we also it's all coming your way on the salcedo storm podcast the show behind the show and now a word from our sponsor does the state of the economy have your head spinning let american medical plans relieve one burden health insurance American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show 
every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry-leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile, using my promo code STORM, you support me. And you keep my voice independent. So just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me, they can't. Because you have the power. So go to PatriotMobile.com Storm. PatriotMobile.com Storm and switch today. Can also dial 972-PATRIOT. Check out all their discounts. Stop funding your political opposition. Help keep me independent. Spend your hard-earned money on folks who have your values, not the woke crowd. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com Storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to TexasScorecard.com today. Folks, Sean Chastain on vacation, uh, celebrating still the end of the year and coming into the new year. So the show behind the show is me solo and an interview I did before the Christmas holiday when I was reading a tweet or a truth from President Trump. And it's referencing this business of the Democrats claiming to save democracy by stripping people off the ballot. Just so happens it's historically accurate. The last time Democrats took someone off the ballot was in 1860. It's true. The last time the Democrat Party worked to remove somebody from the ballot was 1860. They would not allow a man by the name of Abraham Lincoln to be so much as mentioned in their slave states. That's right. Not much has changed in the Democrat Party, their totalitarianism, their racism that we have detailed in in great, great meticulous effort here on the uh, Chris Salcedo show. The party of anti-Semitism, party of racism, the party of division is the Democrat Socialist Party. And the Democrats are acting once again, folks, to save democracy. The Democrats are removing your choice at the ballot box. That's how they do it. I think they're doing it wrong. Let me talk about it with a sitting congressman, Guy Reschenthaler, Pennsylvania congressman, member of the House Appropriations Committee and House Rules Committee. He's also a former U.S. Navy JAG officer. He knows a little something about the law. Congressman, welcome back. Merry Christmas. As always, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Look, Chris, I'm fired up about this court case because I think it's very hard to overstate the impact this is going to have on the 2024 election. And And here's why. It's because you have the authoritarian left now trying to take Trump off the ballot. What's going to happen now is, and so Republicans are going to say, no matter what the outcome of the race is, that there was interference in the election, that the election was rigged, et cetera. Now, if this goes to the Supreme Court, which I think it is, the case goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court will almost certainly overrule the Denver Supreme Court in which case the left is going to say that the Supreme Court has been politically hijacked, it's a right-leaning court, Trump's Supreme Court, that line of attack. And they will then say that whatever the result is in 2024 was rigged and was fixed by the, by the U.S. Supreme Court. So these authoritarian leftist judges and those that brought this case and the, the attorneys that brought the case have really done the nation a great disservice. I'm very concerned to see where we go from here. I think this takes the 2024 election uh, to, to unprecedented heights in terms of the antics, uh, the the veracity, the um, the, the viciousness 
of this campaign. I think we're in the in. I think we're at the start of something very ugly and scary for the American political system. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you, this, this is their leadoff, folks. I, I've been telling the audience, Congressman, that, that the, this, the, this 2024 is going to be, we're, we're going to see things. The Democrats are going to pull out all the stops. They're this close to bringing down the United States Constitution. They're this close, and they, are, they, they, they can taste it. There's not going to be a Ronald Reagan, they say. There's not going to be another Trump. There's not going to be anybody to stand in their way this time. Frankly, I think the reason why they're so emboldened, Congressman, is the conduct of your political party, which I will, I will get to in a second. But I want you well, to leave— Chris, a- can, I just, can I just say, they, yes. they're, not about ready, they're not about ready to take down the Constitution. They've already done that. Um, they care nothing about due process. They care, not, they care nothing about the rule of law. They've weaponized our institutions, not just the judicial system, which, which used to be fair and impartial. We have very little faith in the judiciary right now, and I say that as a former district judge. But they've also weaponized institutions like higher education, the DOJ, the FBI. So they have. we need to start to realize what they have done to this country already and stop living in this make-believe land that it's just about to happen. The Democrats have already thrown out the old system. We need to realize that we're now operating a new system where the Democrats have torn down, destabilized, no, 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 and delegitimized well, and weaponized if I, everything if I, around us. If, if I can push back a little bit, I know that's yeah. where the Democrats want to live. I know they want to get rid of our system. I know. But look, our mutual compact, our mutual agreement is that Constitution. I have said the Democrats no longer wish to be Americans. I believe that, and they are demonstrating that every single day. And I'm, I'm willing to accommodate them. If you don't want to be an American, tip the hell out the door. That's what I say. But we don't give up that Constitution. We should, we should be standing up for it. And if Democrats don't want to abide by it, they can leave, as far as I'm concerned. There's a great country called China that will, will accommodate their views. But I wanted to get your legal opinion, if I could, on the, Colorado, the corrupt Colorado court. They... They issued their ruling, kicking Trump off the ballot. Then at the end, they said, by the way, we're going to stay our own ruling, pending a review by the Supreme Court. The, the, the corrupt Colorado court knew that, a re, that real Americans would be evaluating this case on, on the Supreme Court. So they stayed their own ruling. What does that tell you as an attorney? Which tells me they don't have confidence in that case. It also tells me that they're political activists. If I, if I could, this tells us a lot. That, that case was decided four to three. The four justices that, that decided to take Trump off the ballot, they all went to Ivy League institutions. The three that did not went to Denver uh, University Law School, a fine law school, but it's not one of these poisonous Ivy League institutions. But it shows you where these four are. They're, they're liberal activists. Now, when they had to say they knew this was going to set up, they was going to basically have a cert where the Supreme Court was going to take the case um, and, and decide it. And, but they're in, like I said, they're in a win-win situation because either the Supreme Court doesn't take it off and Trump is removed from the, from the ballot, which is what they ultimately want, or the Supreme Court overrules them and then the left can attack the Supreme Court and, again, uh, devalue and delegitimize the U.S. Supreme Court, which is what the left is, ultimately, that's what they really want to try to do. They want to try to create chaos, confusion, lack of trust yeah. within our society and with our institutions. So, so brilliant move on their part. Uh, in politics, you like, like life in general, you always want to set it up so that you are in a win-win situation. No matter what your opponent does, you're going to win. 
and, and also whatever you want to set up so whatever your opponent does, your your opponent isn't a lose lose. They set up a lose lose for us and a win win for them, uh, and we've let them do it, Chris. Yep. Because we're not fighting back hard enough. Exactly. Let, so let me let me get into that. Guy Reschenthal is our guest right now, folks. Pennsylvania congressman and a former JAG officer in the United States Navy. Let's bring up a couple of examples of how uh, the guys like Mitch McConnell and one of my senators, John Cornyn, have sacrificed our rights, our liberties, and perhaps, as you and I have been articulating, our very country and constitution to placate these individuals on the, on the, on the left, the far left, who want to destroy the constitution. 12,600 illegal aliens were encountered in one one 24-hour period uh, coming into the United States illegally. The GOP has voted to fund this endeavor. We've got 9 million illegal aliens traipsing into the United States, and guys like John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell voted to fully fund the illegality of all of this in an effort to placate and please Democrats. Congressman, I don't need to tell you what importing, let's see, 9 million is probably our 12th largest state, if, if memory serves. That is a population of our 12th largest state coming into this country, individuals who don't revere our Constitution, don't know our Constitution, don't even have any skin in the game in keeping America, America. And that's the way John Cornyn and the Democrat Party wants it. Yes. Yeah, well, we, so just to put it in perspective, I mean, roughly that's the size of the state of Virginia. and Not, not the geographical size, but the size and population. I mean, that's bigger than some European nation in terms of population. So this is a staggering amount of illegal immigrants. And again, the left wants to create chaos. They want to destabilize. But the Senate Republicans should be pushing to pass what the Republicans in the House passed, and that's H.R. 2. That was a big bill championed by Chip talking about Texans. Chip Roy, Tony Gonzalez was heavily involved, for example. So we should be looking at passing that. The Senate should be looking at passing that bill. Now, I understand they're going to try to tie border security with Ukraine, which is a total, a total other discussion. But we need to get tactical control of the southern border. First and foremost, we need to make sure the drug cartels don't have that tactical control. We need to stop the flow of illegal immigration, not just for the sake of this country, but for the sake of the, the victims, the illegal immigrants that are being uh, carried across by the drug cartel, put in modern-day indentured servant situations, but also the, the narcotics that are coming across. We have a situation where we have 300-some people every single day in the United States dying of fentanyl overdoses. That, that would be like a, yeah, a commercial aircraft going down once a day and the media not saying anything about it. I mean, again, talking about staggering numbers, that is a staggering number. That is only happening. We're only getting fentanyl into the country because we have such a poor southern border. Um, this is a catastrophe. It's a human um, humanitarian crisis all the way around, and we're showing just how feckless and weak we are by not addressing it. True, and and the, the Democrat Party uh, is is through their actions is saying they don't care how many Americans have to pay for their with their lives. They don't care how many children are sold into sex slavery delivered by our own government, according to whistleblower testimony on Capitol Hill, delivered by our own government into sex slavery and into work details into the United States. The Democrat Party says, oh, yeah, we're the party of compassion that is killing, enslaving uh, our people. And the Republicans say, like John Cornyn, like your Senate colleagues, and frankly, some of your members of the House, they are saying they're all on board with the Democrat agenda. Let me let me play something else for you and talk to you about what's going on with Hunter Biden. 
Hunter Biden steps off off of Marine One. He's being transported at taxpayer expense. He should be a fugitive if the Republican Party had voted right away to hold him in contempt of Congress when he violated that legal lawful subpoena. Now, when Democrats had that, when when somebody told them no, the Democrats, Congressman, got up in arms. Listen to how they reacted. Steve Bannon in criminal contempt of Congress for ignoring a subpoena. Do you think people who refuse to comply with congressional subpoenas should be prosecuted by the Justice Department and at the end of the day go to jail? Yes. You do? I do. In America, when you are subpoenaed to testify in court or in Congress, you show up, period. If you act deliberately with sneering, cavalier contempt for the American people and their representatives, we will hold you in contempt. That if we fail to hold Steve Bannon accountable, that he will be the exception. He will become the rule, not a rule of law, but the misrule of men. Either we are all equal before the law or none of us is. This is the essence of our democracy. We have as a committee the authority to issue subpoenas. Uh, we did. He chose to ignore it. And now we are following the process that's outlined to us by law. The Democrats put Peter Navarro in chains in the middle of Reagan International Airport, Congressman. The Democrats went after Steve Bannon with the full force of the law. And uh, the Republicans went on vacation before they. So you understand the reason why the Democrats continue to erode and continue to attack the foundations of this country is because the Republican Party allows them to do so and get away with it with no consequences. You recognize that's the reason why. Yeah, well, well, two quick, I don't disagree with that, but two quick thoughts. What you heard there in all those clips was that glaring double standard from the Democrats where we now have two criminal justice systems. We have one that one for those that support the ruling regime or part of it, like Hunter Biden, where the law does not apply to him no matter what. And then we have one that's applied to people like Peter, Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, and anybody that's outside that ruling regime. Uh, you, could, you could say we have three, one for people that are conservative, one for everybody in the middle, and then one for those that are in the ruling elite. But it goes back to the fact that Democrats have abandoned rule of law, the Constitution, standards and norms in, in society. Republicans, what we need to do is we need to realize that Democrats have totally changed the landscape on us, and they're playing by a new set of rules and standards. We can't get on our, a high horse and say, okay, we're going to play by rules. We're going to fight with one hand tied behind our back. No, we need to adopt what the Democrats have done and use it against them. If they want to just, if they want to lay down their arms and go back to the old standard, so be it. We can have that agreement. But that, that's not the agreement. Whenever they're in power, they will abuse that power. Whenever we come to power, we play this make believe that we're living in 1998. It's not 1998 anymore. I'm sorry. It's a different country. We need to go after Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Um, why aren't we going after Fauci? Why hasn't Mayorkas been impeached? Why is Christopher Ray still in charge of the FBI? We, we refuse to engage on their level, and they are beating us. We have got to take that. We have got to fight the way the Democrats fight, or else there, we won't be around to fight anymore, Chris. Well, that, that I know, and exactly what you just said is 100% true, and that brings me full circle to where we started our conversation. Just briefly comment, because President Trump actually believes the Republican Party ought to be an opposition party to Democrats. They fear him. They don't want it. They don't want this avalanche of left-wing extremism, communism, socialism, whatever they're pushing, to be interrupted whatsoever. 
uh, please comment to me to, to me and to this audience your view on Republicans who are facilitating and enabling Democrats to harm their own voters. So, so what we're yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing a big shift in the Republican Party and the Democrat Party, and we've got old school Republicans like Mitt Romney, and they're more from the George W. Bush school of thought. And you have a new generation of Republicans that I put myself in that generation of Republicans. J.D. Vance would, would be in there. Um, there's there's a, lo- a lot of others, and we are fighting. We're we're taking another approach, the approach that I'm espousing. But you also have a changing in the demographics of the Republican Party. Those those suburban elites, those country club Republicans, they're still in the Republican Party, but they're only in the Republican Party in name only. They're really enabling Democrats. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing them vote with a Democrat. What we're seeing is traditional Democratic voters, uh, black men, Hispanic, blue-collar workers, union guys. They're coming on, on board with us and pushing back. So the parties are shifting. Uh, we, it's just going to take time to play out. But the more Republicans like myself, the more younger Republicans that, that follow the new Republican Party, the better we're going to be at pushing back. Yeah, the worst mistake President Trump made was not recognizing that Americans don't trust Democrats. Americans don't trust Republicans anymore. Uh, the trust in Congress is at an all-time low, and they've earned it because they're in it by and large for themselves. President Trump missed a golden opportunity, probably one of the few criticisms I have of him when he didn't start a third party that would have relegated the, the, the useless Republican Party and the traitorous Democrat Party to the ash heap of history. Congressman Guy Rush. We don't need, I was going to say, we don't, need a, we don't need a third party. we got the Republican Party shifting and changing right now. The Republican well, Party is going to be totally different actually, than it was in 2008, I'm telling you. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe we need a second party, because right now you can't tell either one apart from each other. Congressman Guy Rushenthal, I always appreciate your time here on the Salcedo Storm Podcast. And that's going to wrap up this edition, folks. The show behind the show, absent Sean Chastain. He'll be back next week as we get 2020 off to a rip-roaring start and our effort to defend this country from those who want to take it away, for those who want to take away your constitutional protections and rights, and those who want to accommodate and look the other way while the Democrat Party does so. So until we visit again, my friends, remember this, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. In short, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.